Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Dr. Dave. So, hello and welcome to the Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave podcast. I'm Dr. Dave Cornelius, your host. My conversation is with Jenny Tarwater, an international speaker, agile coach, and trainer. My first conversation with Jenny about diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, was in San Diego, California, 2018 at the Agile 2018 conference. We were in an international group discussing DEI. So I wanna say, uh, welcome Jenny. And I would just like to just say, thank you for being a partner you know, for BIPOC individuals in this social injustice struggle. And I'm really grateful that we're working on a conference together. So tell me, Jenny, what's been going on lately? What's been going on lately? Uh, well, you know, staying at home wearing a mask. So uh, <laughs> it feels like I, I live a lot in this little space right here in front of my computer. Um, you know, I, we were lucky that my husband and I are both 100% work from home, and my daughter was 100% school from home for a while. So um, we've been doing that, uh, doing a lot of uh, coaching with clients, as well coaching, uh, trying to do some upskilling uh, with some ORSC coach training and Kanban flow metrics and, you know, the, the normal kind of agile stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. So let's talk mm -hmm. about some of the social justice challenges, challenges that affected many people globally. You know, how is it affecting you and your family? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I have to say my family checks all the privilege boxes. So um, it, it impacted me less directly than others. Um, but it, it has certainly um, changed a lot of my perspective and where I want to spend time and energy and um, thinking about how I might uh, contribute to uh, positive change. Um, you know, it, it's interesting too, when I think about, um, I said, I, we check a lot of privilege boxes. Um, I, I thought about this the other day and I couldn't believe it. My husband went to the same high school as two sitting senators. Wow. Right. I mean, that's right. Tim Kaine and Josh Holly. Uh, and, and I'm like, you know, this, um, that's saying a lot, um, you know, after the, the horrible events of, of this year, which, you know, we know those events were not unique to this year. Uh, I, I'm just really glad that the conversations have really come to the spotlight to the forefront. Um, and I'm having a lot more of those conversations. Um, I had already been quite surprised in 2016 with some of the uh biases that I didn't know my friends and family had so I had already gone through a little bit of, of shock then and and thought that I was being more proactive and um trying to educate myself more but 2020 was even a much bigger leap and um so I think the biggest biggest impact for me is that I have a much different uh, dividing line of to tolerance now. I, I can have zero tolerance for folks that don't want to learn and improve. Uh, and willful ignorance is not acceptable to me anymore, right? So I don't, I don't want to share space and energy with folks that 
can denounce someone else's lived experience and is not willing to jump into the game of making the world a better place. Well said. So what awareness are being discovered based on, you know, some of the recent experience, especially with the upheaval at the U.S. Capitol, you know, it's, it's, it has just blown my mind and I'm just going like, wow, what other awarenesses that you, I, you know, are, are really going through at this moment, but how about you? You know, what has come to mind for you? Uh, well, the U.S. Capitol, that was, uh, uh, yeah, again, another horrific day. Um, you know, today's the day they acquitted uh, Trump, which, well, again, was not uh, shocking, but still disappointing. And, um, you know, when I, when I look at the, the videos of, of that day, what, what really impacted me, it, the violence, of course, I mean, it was awful. The, the choices of clothing that folks wore, right? The logos, um, the hate that was filled with the statements that they were making, right? I mean, um, I don't even want to know the phrase that they use. There's a bunch of initials. <laughs> um, about the Holocaust. And um, they built a stage with a noose and the gouging. The I mean, it just... It, it's hard for me to reconcile that kind of hatred and those choices those folks are making um, with the humanity I know that can exist. And so um, I don't think that, you know, hiding our eyes in the sand is going to help. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think there's something about really continuing to be exposed to that. And so I'm trying to reconcile. I, I just said a minute ago that, you know, I have zero tolerance. I don't want to have the, these folks in my space taking up energy, but I also don't want to become blind to it, right? So I'm, I'm kind of battling, uh, and this sounds so silly, but sh should I stay friends with people on Facebook <laughs> that espouse things that I completely disagree with? And when do I step in and say something versus when is that a futile attempt and such? So, um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of self-reflection that I'm doing on what role I can most have in these conversations. Um, and again, to the end of making the world a better place, not just getting insights, not getting in arguments. Right. That's not useful. Yeah. yeah, it's not helpful. But, you know, as a parent, uh, you know, what are some of the conversations <laughs> you're having with your daughter about social justice to, to help her relate to people that may not look like her. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, no, that is that is a place where I'm pretty confident in what I can do and what my role is. And I take that that very seriously. Um, and, and thank you for asking the question. Uh, you know, my, my, my daughter and I and my husband, um, but I think more even my, my daughter and I, uh, we talk about this topic, these topics a lot. Um, we did not hide anything from her last year. Now, I, I did not, I did not let her watch George Floyd's murder. I thought that was too much for a ten-year-old. Um, it's too much, too much for me. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, um, but, but she knows that it happened. Um, we've had lots of conversations about it. Um, we live in a pretty diverse area. It, and I would say, actually, our grocery store looks looks less like us than, um, well, you know, her school, though, 
it, it, it's interesting. She, she has only one black child in her class. Having listened in to a lot of the, her school from home, though, um, I am so proud of the framing that they did on the history of civil rights and when things were in the news, how they were approaching that with her. And, um, you know, even some, in, in, two years ago in third grade, they had to do a project on a, on a famous American. And when I went in and I saw the display, it was almost 50% minority BIPOC uh, figures. Right. So out of the class where there was one black child, where they were looking toward um, inspiration was much more diverse. Um, my daughter, though, I do want to point out. So, so we do have a lot of conversations. Uh, she notices my biases and calls them out, which I think is is wonderful. Um, and because there's things I, I don't realize that that I say, especially around um, gender and sexual identity um, that, that uh, you know, this is a boy's show, right? And, and she'll call me out on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just very open and honest conversations with her. And I know that she has them with her friends. I don't know that we were doing that when I was 10. I, I don't think we were. Different times, different times for us to be intentional yeah. about what's going on in our lives. So let's yeah. talk about our community, you know, our agile community and our tech space. You know, what do you see going on there that's making you feel uneasy? What do you see? Uh, can I say all of it? And then next question? <laughs> no, I, I would want, like, even if you pick one, one thing, one yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, well, so one of the things that I started doing a, a few years back, and um, at the time, I was more focused on gender. And I started, when I was in, a, in any kind of space, I would just count. And I would say, how many how many males are here, you know, versus the rest of the the, the group. And whoever had convened that space, I would show them the counts, especially if it was really off balance. And say, you know, um, you know, I heard, you know, some folks are a little bit defensive. Hey, well, I can't help it. Well, I can't, I can't pick who comes to my conference session, and I can't pick who uh, applies for our jobs. I said, yeah, you can. You, you can influence that. There's something that you're doing that's inviting this or disinviting folks. Um, and so, uh, I, I want to expand that and say how frequently I am in spaces um, where everybody looks like me. Yeah, or that um, by far the majority. Um, and and what's interesting about that is, you know, Dr. Davis, as you know, I'm trying to put myself in other spaces where that is not the case, and um, it's it's oh it's overwhelming. It's um I, I tried I back to my ten year olds. There's been a couple of things that I've done that I've called her over to my Zoom screen, you know, and she looks and she's like, oh yeah, like. I can tell you're in a different kind of meeting, mom. <laughs> and I think that's <laughs> awful. Um, and so that, that awareness is good. And, and um, 
I, I, I have been thinking recently that I'm going to be more proactive about talking to people that convene space on a regular basis to see if we can have a conversation about how to, um, to, to create more invitation and to be more deliberate. Even with, if that takes extra work, it's well worthwhile. I would say so. So this is for you personally, uh, you know, what mm -hmm. actions are you taking personally to improve opportunities for Black, Indigenous, and people of color, BIPOC, and the Agile community? I think you just touched on it, but I, I think there's other things yeah. going on. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I'm, I'm trying to, um, we're Agilists, right? So we try to limit with, and I think we're all pretty bad at it. Um, but one of the filters that I'm using right now is, um, if, if, unless something, you know, it's just going to take an hour or two of time, uh, I am not volunteering or working with things that are not in service of improving opportunities for BIPOC community, right? So all of my, the things that I'm volunteering for right now, um, it, it has to include some elements of that. And um, the other, so uh, I'm the director of launching new voices uh, for women in agile, um, which was a program that we started a few years back, maybe Agile 2017, I think, uh, where we are creating an on-ramp for new speakers for Agile conferences. And we partner with different Agile conferences and we're starting to partner with meetups and such. Um, and even though that's explicitly called Women in Agile, uh, we've always had as one of our values that we want to um, help all of the groups that are underrepresented. And I think historically, if we if we look back at, at, at our choices, um, those are ones that, that I would be proud of. So uh, the other the other aspect of women in agile group that, that I'm really happy about is uh, last year in the in the middle of the summer when our event happened, we uh, shifted and uh, asked our dear friend April Jefferson to be involved with shifting to where we could create a space really to talk about some of the things that were happening. Um, it was a, a phenomenal event. Um, I know that I heard a lot of things that I had never heard before. Um, I read that we had a panel of black women and it was pretty shocking. Um, getting a little worked up here. Um, That's okay. The thing, the thing, the thing that was more shocking for me was I heard repeatedly that that they had not had an experience like that, a space like that before, where they had felt safe to have some of these conversations. And I, we just need more of it. We need more. Um, the Agile Alliance doing the. Um, series of events last year, um, I think was also helpful. Several good initiatives came out of that. I want more of that. I mean, I think there was maybe four or five, I can't remember exactly, sessions that I was hoping to uh, facilitate last year. Um, but but like, why are we not doing that on cadence, right? Let's, let's, let's be doing that every quarter and generating even new experiments. Um, I think this, this might, you're, this, 
series might have come out of some of those conversations. I can't remember for sure. Um, but there are a couple of really good things like the the Agile in Color and, um, and um, yeah. Yeah, Melanated Agile is another one. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured that's what you were um, searching for. I, I know, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I love that word, it, 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 melanated. I need to get better at, uh, I feel uncomfortable with that word. Um, and I think the, the final thing is um, that I'm personally doing, and, and I know this is going to sound uh, very passive, and I'm, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with that. I want to be doing more actively, um, but I'm, I'm really trying to educate myself and listen and listen more and more. Uh, there's a couple of classes that I would recommend and a couple of people that I've started following um, that I've learned a lot from. And that's making me see sometimes where I might be closing up opportunities without realizing it. And um, the, the listening part is really interesting. Um, I can remember even recently, a couple of years ago, something happened at, a, at an Agile conference. And my friend said, Oh, well, that happened because I'm black. And I said, no, it didn't. Uh-uh. Not your, come on. No, it didn't. And and they looked at me like, excuse me? Like, I, you know, I live this all the time, 24-7. That was because I was black. I can tell yeah. you. It, 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 you, don't, you don't get to filter that. And I realized, you know, even how much of that I was doing, um, the day after that, and, and I don't really want to describe the situation that happened, um, there was somebody was excluded from something and said, well, you know. So the next day, I did a little experiment, and I looked around for anybody that was off to the side um, that wasn't joining in uh, that didn't look like me. And I went up and I started a conversation and it was a, a wonderful evening. Um, there were some interesting answers to I'm like, hey, having fun hanging out back here. Like, yeah, what, how, why, why are people over there doing that? Right. And so I, I felt like I was kind of uh, making some connections for folks and it, um, it was interesting. But that all came from that one conversation, that one conversation that said I wasn't included because I was black and that I hadn't seen that filter then changed for me and it, and it gave me some. Uh, it, it gave me a, a path to something I could do. That's great. But I'm going to ask you to, to, to dig a little deeper here, Jenny. Jenny T. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jenny T or Jen T. You know, so if there was a question you would like to, to ask about how BIPOC individuals are feeling, you know, what would that be? If there's a question that I would like to ask about how BIPOC individuals are feeling. Yeah, um, what would that question be? It's, it's going to sound like a consulting answer, um, but it's it's what it's what question do you wish I was asking? This this is not. What do you know that I don't know? That's that's okay. what I'm saying. My answer oh, is that's your question. Um, I thought you were asking me. I'm like what? <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's my question. Um, you know, it's, it's um, I, I don't know the right questions to ask, to be honest, because that's the bias, mm -hmm. right? And and so 
I, I want to invite the unexpected and the learning that would come from asking, what am I not asking? What do you want to talk about? What do you, what, what feelings is it that you want to share or expose? What am, what am I doing that could create more space for that to happen? Right? Damn good question. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so let's talk about what would you recommend as a course of action, you know, to bring about diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in an agile community for BIPOC professionals? Um, well, you know, okay, so I, I said it more education, right? So there is um, a lot of good opportunities out there for that. Uh, Trisha Broderick has got a great class about microaggressions uh, that I recommend. Um, I've actually taken a couple of times, assisted with once. Um, I, I've, I learned a lot and have, have seen opportunities that came from um, something as simple as expanding my Twitter. Folks I uh, follow on Twitter, you know, they call it Black Twitter. I, there, whole conversations that I didn't know were happening. Um, and occasionally there's, there's opportunities or requests that come from that, um, which, which leads me to my third thing. When, when called, answer. Right. When somebody says, I need your help, you have a spot here, try not to question it as much as to do it. I'm laughing, Dr. Dave, because, you know, I think when you asked me to do this podcast, I'm like, I don't want, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have, I don't want to, I don't know what I have to add here. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You said, no, I, I want you to trust me on this. And I said, I, yes. you know, okay. Um, you know, and I had to, I, I had to think about that a little bit and I had to reconcile when I, when I see the folks that you've had on this series, I'm in awe. Right? There's, a, there's a lot of um, folks that are very actively doing things in, in the social justice area. There's a lot of folks that were very vulnerable and exposed you know, their history, their experiences on this podcast. And I was, I was trying to figure out what, I, what my contribution could be. You know, why am I on here? And I, I, I think what I am comfortable with is that I'm, I'm not credentialed like that. And that's the example that says everybody can be doing more, right? Everybody should be getting more educated, right? Everybody should be listening. Everybody should be answering the call, Right, um, especially those of us that have privilege, how can we amplify for others? Um, and so that's what I think that I can bring along. I'm a, I'm a social person, um, raging extrovert, <laughs> I'm a connector, <laughs> I'm such. Um, but I don't have a long history of research and study in this area. I just want to be a good person. And, and so I guess that's the, the challenge that I would put out there for folks is just to say, um, bring your authentic self bring who you are to this space and do what you can. I can't say it better. You know, that's, that's really important. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for, for stepping into the Agile for Humanity conference. Um, you could have said no, but you said yes. And <laughs> you said yes when we did our, our soft launch in October. And you said yes that 
we're doing it um, next week. Yeah, um, we're very much looking forward to the conference. The yeah, the soft launch was was great. There was a, a, a ton of um, amazing conversations that took place there. Um, some actions that followed from there as well. Uh, looking forward to this instance and and future instances of it as well. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. So I would like to close by saying, you know, thank you for listening to the Knowledge Show with Dr. Dave podcast. I hope this learning experience will also prompt you to go off and seek more. Discover how you can contribute to positive experiences for BIPOC lives. I say it doesn't take much. All we need to do is to tap into our own humanity. You will find the Agile for Humanity Social Justice Impact Series on the Now Share with Dr. Day podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. The Agile for Humanity Social Justice and Impact Series is also on the following website. It's on the agilealliance.org. It's nowshareWithDrDave.com grokshare.com, nalshare.org, and also agileforhumanity.org. So I said, look for Sharing Black Lives, Indigenous and People of Color Stories in the Agile Alliance website under the webcast. I want to give a shout out to my niece, Kiana Brow Hendrickson, who wrote the, the music that as the intro and the outro. And this podcast is copywritten 2020-21, and I'll share with Dr. Dave and Dr. Dave Cornelius, I said, until next time, be well, stay safe, and connect soon. Um, this is awesome. Love you, y'all. Let's talk about it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dave.